our daily bread. And Lord, remind us each and every moment that you are still a God who knows everything. So we pray as we so very often do in this place and in this place of our sanctuary and safety, that Lord, you would open our eyes and our ears and make our hearts ready to receive. Bless us now that we'll hear your voice with clarity and gain understanding. Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory. And the redeemed of the Lord said together, Amen, Amen, and Amen. God bless you, children of God. We welcome you to our virtual sanctuary. And we pray, God, that you are with us on your sofa, in your living room, your dining room. But there is a word from the Lord. And I'm encouraged to tell you that no matter the situation, God always got something to say. Second Corinthians chapter 4, very familiar verses we'll lift up beginning at verse 16. Second Corinthians chapter 4, beginning at verse 16, from the New Living Translation of the Bible. This is the word of the Lord. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I want to encourage us today with this thought in mind. Another storm, but the summary solution is the same. It's another storm, but the summary solution is the same. When I grew up, I I, I had the limited privilege of, of being able to enjoy a couple of things. I, I was born a child of the 60s, and our privileges then were not like our children's privileges now. But one of the privileges that I had <clears throat> was the privilege of coming home in the afternoon and watching television. It's, it's not like this day when every, there's a television in every room in every house. In every house. There's 55-inch flat-screen, ultra-high-definition television in every room, even the kitchen. But when I grew up, we had one television. And Deacon Walker, it was a 25-inch RCA in an 84-inch cabinet. It took up half the living room. But it was a black-and-white TV. We didn't have no color TV. It don't need me lying. We, we had a color TV. I tell everybody that I was poor and didn't even know it. But with the privilege that I had, and it was something I enjoyed, I, I, I got off the bus and ran home because I could watch television. The rule was I had to do my chores before I could watch television. And my sister, being the chief law enforcement of our house, 
made it her responsible recklessness to tell on us if we did not. But what I would do is I'd try to hurry up and do my little stuff. My mother grew up, uh, raised us rather, with the principle of, 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 of sweeping and vacuuming. My mom had throw rugs on top of carpet. You make sense out of that one. But we had to clean up. And as soon as I finished cleaning up, I would prop myself up in front of the TV, turn it on NBC Channel 12, because there were two programs that I had to watch. At 3 o'clock, it was the Green Hornet. Yes, sir. And at 3.30, it was Batman. Batman was my guy. And that Batman had his sidekick, Robin. And, and the privilege of watching Batman was one of those things where I could live somewhat vicariously through Batman. Every kid wants to be a superhero. And Batman was my guy. And, and, and when Batman would come on, uh, I would sit there. Nothing mattered. Uh, no, 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 no thing in the world distracted me from Batman. But what I learned from Batman is, is, is what's going to lead us into the text today is that, that, that Batman had a sense of being sure. No, no matter what happened in Gotham City, you couldn't shake Batman. Now, we all know that, that, that Batman was, as the narrator said, mild-mannered Bruce Wayne. And, and I want to tell you now that there's two things that, that, that early on I want to shout at you. And one is, you ought to be like Bruce Wayne. You, you ought to be mild-mannered in this time. You, you, ought to, you ought not let, know, let nobody know that whatever's happening is getting to you. you, you you'll notice if you go back and look at history, I think you can find it on YouTube, Bruce Wayne never panicked. Why? Because Bruce Wayne knew he was Batman. Okay, y'all will get that in a minute. You, 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 you gotta, you gotta always remember that that who you are is who you are. It doesn't matter what the elements are. It doesn't matter what the crisis is. When you know who you are, you know what you can do. Say amen, somebody. And, and so I would watch. I would watch Batman. And then, then there was there were there were two other characters who were mainline characters on Batman. Can I, can I take my time a little bit? That, that is Commissioner Gordon and the bumbling inept Chief O'Hara. Why Chief O'Hara didn't get fired, I don't understand. I don't even know how he made Chief. But, but Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara were, were the other characters on Batman. And, and, and what would happen is that, that, that some villain and his confederates would always attack Gotham City. Gotham City had to be one of the least secure places in all the world. The, Mr. Freeze, the Joker, the Riddler, all of them found their way to Gotham City. Okay, you, you, you don't see that set up, but let me help you with that one. I need all of us to understand in, in this moment that no matter where we are, something will find us. Something's always coming. There's, there, there, in one of my, my, my favorite songs, y'all know I like music, it, it, it's a song with Phil Collins where he simply says, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. And, and that's how life is for all of us. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are. There's always something coming in the air. And, and so they would find their way to Gotham City. I'm hurrying, Kenny. They would find their way to Gotham City, and, 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 and they would shake up the city. 
and, and Chief O'Hara and Commissioner Gordon would, would be, be, be twiddling their thumbs and, and, and bumbling, and, and, and they would realize, just like always, just send up the bat signal. God Almighty, I want to preach right there, but, but I got somewhere to go. Just send up the bat signal. You, you will notice that they never called for other officers. They never called for other department agencies. They, they just send up the bat signal. Uh, uh, Chief O'Hara would go up on the rooftop of the building and, and flip the switch and send up the bat signal. And, and this, is where, this is where it begins to make sense for us now is that I need you to know that rather than panicking, rather than pulling out your last few hairs, rather than drinking your, you know, they say the Virginia is making more money off liquor right now than they ever have any time in the history of the state. Well, I'm here to tell you now, you, you don't need a drink, you need deliverance. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what I want to tell you. I mean, I understand the economics of that, but, but I will tell you, just send up the bat signal. S send somebody to your rooftop. You know, that's biblical training there to get up on your rooftop and, and to call upon the Lord. You want to put as little between you and God as possible. Don't worry about economics. Don't worry about education. Don't worry about corona. Put as little between you and God as possible and send up your signal. That's what grandma and them said when they said, I'm sending up my timber every day. Chief O'Hara, flip the switch. Tell your sons and daughters, flip the switch. Tell your wife, flip the switch. Tell your neighbor, flip the switch. Why? Because if you send up a signal, I'm here to tell you help is on the way. That's why Job told us he's an on time God. And so Chief O'Hara would flip the bat signal. But here it is. Here it is. This way I want to go and I can get home from here. You, 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 you can look at all of what's going on around you. You can, you can look at the chaos. You can look at the confusion. You can look at corona. You can look at calamity. But, but there was a narrator on Batman. That there was a guy. We never saw him. We only heard his voice. And here's what he would say, Deacon McKenzie, that, that would always make you lean forward in your chair. No matter what happened in Gotham City, when the narrator would say these words, Kenny, he would say, meanwhile, back at the bat cave. Oh, God, I feel my help right there. I, I need all of us to understand in this critical moment that there is a meanwhile happening on your behalf. That there are some things that God is doing that you don't know yet. There are some things that God is working on that you don't know yet. Meanwhile, back at the Batcave, and when he would say that, Deacon Walker, the scene would shift from the apocalypse of Gotham City to the organized operational command center in the Batcave. Batman had a Dell 29,000 big old computer. It was so huge, the lights would be blinking, the wheels would be turning, and Batman would be sitting there. In the chaos of Gotham City, there is cool, calm, and collect Batman sitting there at his command center. In the sure process of planning and preparation, he's in the Batcave. He's in a place where he knows his strength is. He's in a place where he knows if I start here, I can finish there. And, 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 and you need to understand, beloved of God, that no matter what happens in the world, we ain't got no worries in the bat cave. Yeah, yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta remember when David got in trouble, he went to the cave. And that's what I want all of us to understand now. We may not physically have a cave, but spiritually we got a hiding place. Uh, underneath his wings in his pavilion, God will hide us away. That, that's why grandma and them made that little song say, you got to steal away to the Lord. You got to steal away. And let me help you understand here now, all of us ought to have a place 
where we can go with God. There ought to be a place, a, a place of refuge, a place of resource, a place where we can re-energize ourselves. And here's a free one for you. Just like I told you about mild-mannered Bruce Wayne, when you know who you are, you know what you can do. Yeah, that, that's why the church, that's why the church, listen, they, they may tell us we can't congregate more than 10, but they ate over our number anyway. Because our number says we don't need but two or three. Amen, somebody. They, 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 the devil thought he might be hurting us by limiting us to 10, but that's, that's seven or eight more than we really need anyhow. Because all we need to do is get two or three of us together in the bat cave. Two or three of us that can agree that God knows what he's doing and we shall be fine. Say amen, somebody. In, in this storm, it would be a good time for us to remember that our resource is bigger than us. Ooh, I wish I had a help right there. I, 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 God is bigger than everything. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Lord made everything. Ain't nothing happening that's bigger than God. And, and so here's a good time. Let, let me see if I can help us. And, and back home, you can go and shout now. You, you might not want to shout around everybody else in the church, but in your own house, you ought to be able to shout anyhow. Say amen, somebody. In fact, you, you need to remember that your victory is in your voice. Yeah, that, that, that's church right there. That, that's church 101. My victory is in my voice because what I say, I don't have to see. God help me right there. I, I, I'm telling you now that that's why your, your Bible class would have told you that, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Can, can I get one witness here that can testify that I have enjoyed the pleasures of things that I did not see, but God shows up. Yeah, my, my victory is in my voice because what I say makes a difference to me. You, you're the one said that, that I can do all things. You said that. You said greater is he that is in me. You said just like David did, the Lord is my shepherd. You said what a mighty God we serve. And when you say it, God heard it. And, and trust me in this. And just in case you're just starting to realize you shouldn't be silent in this season. This ain't no time for us to be quiet. This ain't no time for us to go sit in a little corner and cry to the east and cry to the west. No, in this stormy season, we ought to hear what you got to say. Yeah, I, I will trust in the Lord would be a good thing to say. God is my very present help would be a good thing to say. Look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, I got something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may not get my own press conference. They may not call me for my opinion. They may not solicit what my insight is. I don't work for CDC. I don't work for the World Health Organization. But I know Jesus. Yeah, I know Jesus. I, I, I don't trust Donald Trump. I don't trust uh, Tony Fucci. I don't trust Mike Pence, but I trust God. And, 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 and when God blesses me, the Bible said that I can overcome by the words of my testimony. I'm not going to sit silent in this season. I might be in a storm, but I got something to say. Yeah, yeah, here it is, here it is. Let me help you get your little speech. You know, we moving toward resurrection season. When back when I grew up, they give you a little Easter speech. You know, they give you that little piece of paper. And Lord knows we dreaded getting that little piece of paper. You know, a little Sunday school teacher hand it to you. And, and your mama know you got it. Ain't no need of trying to go home and act like you ain't got no Sunday school speech. Because mama going to ask you as soon as you get in the back of that old Buick where your Sunday school speech at. But let me help you with your little end time speech. Let me help you with your virtual speech. Let me help you get your virtual voice back on. You need to understand that help is already on the way. Healing is already on the way. 
New hope is already on the way. Meanwhile, back at the bat cave. I, I, I feel God stirring some new actions have been authorized now. Yeah, they don't have a vaccine. They don't, they don't know what to do. They don't have enough test kit. They don't, they don't have enough ventilator. They don't have enough masks. But I bet you they won't run out of Jesus. I bet you, I bet you there's no shortage of Jesus. I bet you there's no shortage of the power of God. That's why Mama and him was right when they said, look to the hills. That's where my help coming from. My, my help not going to come from 3M. My help not going to come from GlaxoSmithKline. I'm going to do what I always did. I'm going to trust in the Lord. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I'm telling you now that you've got to remember that God is still in charge. Let me help you reach down in your spirit and, and pull up your ready remedy. You know, you got to always have a ready remedy. You know, back in the day, we always had medicine cabinets. Y'all remember that back in the day, every house had a medicine cabinet. And some of that stuff in there was expired. You know, some of that stuff, Lord knows, it, it wasn't no good, but, 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 but they swore it wasn't going to hurt you. You know, they, 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 they said, go, go look in the medicine cabinet. Whenever something happened, you went to the medicine cabinet. Boy, I wish y'all could see where this is going. Whenever you, you, you would fall down, and, 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 you, and you know, whenever you fall down, you're going to bust up something. But whenever you fall down and bust your head open or, or, or bust your knee or something, mama would say, go look in the medicine cabinet. Well, well I, I brought my medicine cabinet with me today. I, I, every solution to every storm is in my medicine cabinet. I, I know that there is a word from the Lord in the medicine cabinet. I'm going to trust God because my solution to every storm is still in this book. Say amen, somebody. And, and, and so it is. So it is. Your ready remedy is you got to know where your strength lies. You got to know how to release your remedy. And, and that's why the Lord said, if you call me, I'll help you. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling y'all. And, and here it is. Here it is. You, you got to always remember that, that, that because you said greater is he that is in me, you got to reach down in your spirit. And remember, watch this now, and remember that regardless the situation, I know my strength. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's why I, I told you, I told you, regardless, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is Batman. But here's the thing you got to always remember, that, that whenever Batman became Batman, he was still just Bruce Wayne. Say amen, somebody. He, he, he wasn't like any other superhero. He, he was just a guy who slid down a pole and came out Batman. Say amen, somebody. And, and so you got to remember that regardless of the situation, you know your strength. And, and there are some things, listen, some things that are happening to us now, and, and they're only designed to pull on our strength. Yeah, this is when, this is when, as I mentioned last week, these are the times that will try men's soul. But when you know what you got, it is then you know what you can do. Say amen to somebody. Look at them. I got this. I got this. And, and, and what that means, Deacon Anderson, is that my past problematic predicaments provide for me encouragement concerning my present possibilities. Oh, I like that right there. I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I, I said that my past problematic predicaments Provide for me encouragement concerning my present possibilities. In other words, we got a little saying around here where we tell folks, this ain't my first rodeo. Yeah, I, I, I've been there, done that. Listen, listen, all of us have some previous trophies in our case. 
Say amen, somebody. That's why the old church said each victory will help you some other to win. I'm convinced of God that right now every Christian disciple of God ought to be admiring their trophy case. Yeah, you ought to be standing there saying, oh, yeah, that, that, that was that time when that happened, and, and then that was that time when that happened. And, and what it does is it reminds me that if he did it before, yeah, yeah anybody, anybody got a relationship with that did it before guy? If he did it before, oh, better yet, I'm sorry, thank you, Kenny. That note remind me, it's not if he did it, it's because he did it before. Because he brought me out, I'm still here. Because he woke me up, I'm still here. Because he is my help, I'm still here. If he did it because he did it, when he did it, God is able. Here it is. Here it is. This ain't my first time I've been in a storm. He brought me through other storms. And so, and so it is, beloved of God. I've had other seasons of suffering. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's how you know you got good metal. When you've had other seasons of suffering. Yeah, yeah, all of us, all of us in here have had some seasons of suffering. And all suffering don't mean you've got to be walking around with sackcloth and ashes. Some, some of us have learned how to suffer and make it look good. Say amen, somebody. Some of us have learned how to go through a struggle and still look good. Yeah, some of us have learned how to be poor and still pay for our own lunch. Yeah, some of us have learned how to keep riding around in the car that we hiding from the repo man. Say amen, somebody. Yeah, yeah, every house we live in, all the bills ain't paid, but we still turning the lights on. Say amen, somebody. Some of us have been through difficulties in our marriages and, and have, have had layoffs pending, but we still show up and make it look good. Now, that's called a living testimony. And, and here it is, understand, beloved of God, that in every situation, in every setback, in every season, God is still sovereign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, God, God don't need to call no press conference. No, no, God, God's press conference is you. Yeah, you are the light of this world. You remember what the Lord said? He said, why would you take a light and hide it? Yeah, this little light of mine, that's that old song y'all sing in the church. But if you're going to sing it, we ought to see it. Yeah, yeah this, this ain't our first struggle. But we know the solution. He reminds us, he said, listen, you, you need to understand that, that, that every now and then there are, there are divine delays in that which has been divinely dispatched. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you might not have got that. Some of y'all at home ain't made the last Bible study. So let me show you what I'm talking about. I, I said sometime, Dick Walker, there are divine delays in that which has been divinely dispatched. Can, can I get a witness here? I know I need to hurry. I know get I don't know I don't know how much time some of y'all got, but 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 can can I call some witnesses here? You know I I believe in witnesses. I believe, I, believe, I thank God for y'all here. I thank you for your social distancing, but I also thank you for your spiritual prayers. But, but can I get one witness? Kenny, you don't mind uh, the witness. Uh, if the bailiff would call to the witness stand, uh, 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 Daniel. I, I want to call Daniel. Is it all right if I call Daniel? I don't, I don't know if he's busy today, but, but if Daniel can come. You know, Perry Mason is my other story. I like Perry Mason because no matter what Hamilton Berger does, Perry Mason always got that one witness. Yeah, and, and so Daniel is my one witness. Daniel, come here, Daniel. Daniel says, in the midst of my storm, I had a meanwhile. Yeah, and, and I told you already, meanwhile is, is a ministry mover. Da- Daniel comes to us and, and, and said, let me, let me tell you how it worked for me. 
That, that's why you got to have your, your own testimony. You got to give voice to your own victories. And, and so here's what Daniel said, Deacon Anderson. He said, in my personal predicament, Pastor, my strength left me. My, my face grew deathly pale, and I felt kind of weak. He said, I, I was down, and, and, and things were not going so well. He said, but I heard a voice. Yeah, yeah, somebody start talking to me. How many know that, that if, you, if, if you get quiet enough, you can always hear the voice? Yeah, I, I said if you get quiet enough. And, and sometimes what God is doing is trying to make us shut up. Yeah, yeah. How many of you remember growing up whenever you talk too much, somebody told you to shut up? And, and whenever there's a shut up, there's a shift after shut up. Oh, God, help me somebody. I, I'm telling you now, I thank God for the times he told me to shut up. Because sometimes you miss your shift if you don't shut up. And so Daniel said, I got quiet, but I heard a voice speak to me. He said, and, and I was fainting, and I, I lay there. And watch this now. He says, and, and a hand touched me and, and lifted me up and, and, and said to me, Daniel, and this is what I want to tell all y'all all over the world, you are precious to God. That, that's what the boy said. He said, you are precious to God. He said, and so listen carefully to what I have to say. He said, you're you going to have to stand up now. You, you can't lay there. Listen, listen, all of you at home, all of you, all over the church, all of you, wherever you are, you can't just lay down on this one. No, no, now the time to stand up. Now the time to gird up your loin. Now, listen, I know they keep talking about social distancing, but now the time to stand up. And he said, Daniel, you stand up. Watch this now, because I've been sent to you. Help is on the way. I told you our deliverance sometimes delayed, but it'll get here on time. And he said to me, he said, listen, you got to stop being afraid. And all of this fear mongering and all of this, you can't do, go here and you can't go there. And, 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 and we're worried about toilet paper and we're worried about, 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 about meat in the store and worried about can. Listen, I ain't worried about none of that stuff. I, I, I feel that, that, that whatever I need, God will still supply. Say amen somebody. And, and matter of fact, as a matter of fact, when I was home the other day, did my little inventory, Deacon Davis, I realized I, I got enough food in my house now to last a long time. Amen. I'm not, I'm not going to pad Walmart's coppers. I ain't getting Sam Club no more of my money. I got enough stuff already, therefore laid up for me, you know, that kind of thing. But he reminds us, he said, listen, you, you got to stop being afraid because watch this now. He said, Daniel, here it is. Here's my meanwhile. I'm going home. He said, since the first day you began to pray. For understanding and to humble yourself before God, your request was heard in heaven. Look, look at a neighbor and tell him, I know he heard me. Yeah, my, my, my grandmother had a saying that whenever she'd holler at you and you go, ha, she said, ha, mean you can hear. And I'm telling you now, there, there are a whole lot of us that don't believe God has heard us, but he heard us. And, and here's my meanwhile, comes in, Kenny, we're going to roll here. Here it is. But, but, but understand, I, I really wanted to part Deacon Walker on that, on that pray for understanding and humility. Because, boy, if I could preach like that, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, mister. I'm telling you now that if there's anything we need to be doing now is praying for understanding and humbling ourselves before the Lord. Amen. Some of us have gotten a little too big for our britches. Some of us think that because we take medicine, that, that that's going to fix everything. But I tell you now that you got to learn how to pray for understanding and stay humble before the Lord. Let me move on because if I stay there too long, some of y'all going to get tired. But, but anytime you pray for understanding, 
the Lord will bring clarity even in your chaos. Yeah, that, that, that's how an old church deacon Walker said, oh, it came to pass. Even in the worst of circumstance, God is in control. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I told you, I wish I could go down that rabbit hole, but I won't do it. But, but here it is. Here's the, here, here's the next level of, of this divine delay and dispatch discourse because you need to understand what the angel says is when the shift takes place. He said, Daniel, I came to answer your prayer. But here's the meanwhile. He said, but for 21 days, I was held up. Y'all missed the shout right there. He, he said, I heard you. 21 days ago, I heard you. And I was on my way, but I was held up. The angel held me. I, I got blocked. I, 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 got, I, got, I got waylaid. I got, I got, dis, I got detoured. But, but Daniel, I heard you. He said, but I tell you now, I was on my way. He said, and, and, and I want you to understand that the prince of the kingdom of Persia just wouldn't move. And I want you to understand here and now, beloved of God, that God heard us a long time ago. God has always been listening. But, 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 but there are some things that the enemy does. There are some things that will hold it up sometimes. Yeah, yeah he, said, he, he said, Daniel, I was on my way. But watch this now. He said, then Michael, one of the archangels, came and helped me. And here it is, Ken. I like this part because I caught it in the verse, Deacon Walker. He said, I left him there to handle that business. Yeah, I left him there. And let me, let me tell you where the shout is, Deacon Walker, right there. Sometimes God will call for a shift change in your situation. God will say, you go ahead. I got this. How many know God got this? He said, I left him there to handle that. He said, but, but, but to satisfy your situation, God invoked a shift change. He said, you take care of that. I got to send him somewhere else. And that's what I need all of you to understand, that your presence is required somewhere. That's why you can't lay down now. That's why you can't quit now, because there are some other works waiting for you. Say amen, somebody. That, that's why the Bible reminds us to, to walk worthy of our vocation and let folk know we know what we're doing. Let folk know we know what we got, because we are called of God as servants of God. It's in no season for the servant to be taking sabbaticals. This is when the church ought to be raising up. This is when deacons ought to be deacons. This is when preachers ought to be preachers. This is when ministers ought to be ministering. This is when the choir ought to be singing. This is when the usher ought to be ushering. In other words, make our calling. Sure. I got to hurry along here. Let me hurry. Let me hurry. Let me encourage you to understand that, that even though this pathway of current problematic predicaments are causing some chaos. There are, there are, some, there are some careless and untest, un, un, unqualified prognosticators. And, and by the way, just, just very quickly, I just need to know, Deacon Walker, where did they get these fools from anyway? You ever noticed that whenever there's a problem, there are, there are more geniuses and experts. You ain't never heard of some of these people. And all of them got titles. I, I, I'm distracted, aren't I? Let me move along quickly. I just thought I'd ask. But, but there are so many things being said now. All of a sudden, uh, we got experts on everything, experts on corona, experts on economic, experts on banking. Huh? And, and the truth be known, I don't know you. And if I don't know you, I don't trust you. But I know Jesus. I, I know Jesus. Jesus always does good economics. 
Whenever they need to pay their taxes, y'all remember that story? Jesus said, we ain't got to worry about that. I got that. And so it is, you need to understand, love God, that, that we are in a problematic predicament, but our solution is the same. Let me hurry along. Here it is in the select text. He, uh, Paul reminds us, he said, first of all, you need to understand that there is an expression of encouragement that you endure. There it is. There it is. There is an expression of encouragement that you must endure. What does he say, Deacon Anderson? He said, that's why we don't give up. Yeah, yeah, look at your neighbor and say, ain't no quit in me. No, no, I ain't, I ain't no quit. I, 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 listen, I, I, I didn't go through all I went through to quit now. Yeah, when you learn that, that, again, that old church song said, each victory. Yeah, yeah, aren't you glad you didn't quit then? Yeah, because you didn't quit then, I know you ain't going to quit now. James Cleveland said, we, we, we've come this far. We, we, we've traveled a great distance. I, I didn't come this far not to get the trophy. Say amen, somebody. You know, 99 and a half ain't going to do it. I got to finish my course. And so Paul says, here's the first expression of encouragement. You must endure. This test for us requires that we fight to the finish. Our faith fights must all be finished. You, 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 you can't. You can't. You can't start something with me and don't expect that I'm going to finish. C come here, Jacob, witness number two. Jacob says, I was minding my own business, but this angel came and started wrestling with me. He said, and since you want to start it, I'll finish it. You know, that, that, was, that was a bad boy statement when you were growing up. You know, we'd tell our friends, you, know, you start it, but I'm going to finish it. And, and that's how I feel right now. This is, this is my faith on the line. I, I can't shrink back. I can't hide. I got to finish this. Second thing to understand is that we endure is that we don't falter because of foolishness. All of these mongers and fear mongers and all of these, these folk telling us that we can't do it. And we all do it. Listen, I'm telling you now, we can't falter because of fear. That, that's not what God gave us. And, and you need to live based on what you got and not in the hypotheticals. Yeah, I, I, know, I know truth when I see truth. And so we don't falter because of foolishness. And you got to remember that there are always going to be naysayers. There are always going to be folk that throw rocks and hide their hands. But, but you can't falter. you got to endure. He reminds us that you got to go all the way to the finish. How many know that in this lifetime, you don't get to pick the finish line? No, 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 no. You don't. Again, James Cleveland just said, I just don't feel no ways tired. You don't get to pick the finish line. This is, this is an endurance race. And a whole lot of folk going to fall by the wayside. A whole lot of folk going to shrink back and hide and, and do all manner of foolish things. But we cannot, as a body of believers, fade away and fall to because of foolishness. And then thirdly, you got to remember this part right here, Kenny. This, this is where the keyboard got to be warmed up at because I want all of us to remember this one. This is the good one right here. You got to always remember that you still have favor with your father. Yeah, you got to remember that no matter what happens, you ain't lost no favor with God. God's favor is not predicated upon current situations and circumstances. You got to always remember that your daddy loves you. Your daddy is a keeper. Your daddy is a provider. Your daddy is a protector. And as long as you got favor with God, you're going to be just fine. Amen. I know I'm right about that one. You got to always remember that you've got favor with your father. You got to always remember that your help 
coming from the Lord. You got to always remember that David said, the Lord is my shepherd. You got to remember that God is a way maker. Mama said he's a bridge over troubled waters. He, he's, he's water in dry places. He's help when I need help. He's my strong deliverer. What a mighty God we serve. Y'all ain't talking to me. What a mighty God we serve. And as long as I got favor, I can finish. All right, here it is. David Dave said, Dave said, Lord, give me a clean heart and give me the right spirit. Please understand, beloved God, that all of us need to recognize this is a spiritual thing. Yeah, our, our spirits require of us that we remember that we've been renewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't fall out of favor with God, but also don't forget What's in you? The spirit of the living God fall fresh. That's what we want. We want God to, to, to renew it in us. We want God to fall fresh on us. Fall fresh on China. Fall fresh on Germany. Fall fresh on Italy. Fall fresh on the good old USA. Fall fresh on Brookville. Fall fresh on Hills Creek. Fall fresh on Diamond Hill. Fall fresh on us. Because what we're going to need now is not about human hands. This is about the Spirit of God. If anybody out there that's known, the Lord will still do it. Now, when the Spirit of the Lord comes, you know that's what your Bible says. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Liberty is a freedom expression. Liberty is the overcoming of circumstance. Liberty is coming out from under when they thought they had you down. But is there anybody that still remember the testimony? There's nothing too hard for God. Yeah, there's nothing too hard. Anybody remember to hold the God's unchanging hand? Anybody remember to build your hopes on things eternal? Anybody remember that the Lord will bring us out? That, that's what I feel Paul pushes us. We're going on here in a minute. Paul says, okay, let's go and look at praise point number three because he reminds us that, that, that this and every other experience has an expiration date. Yeah, he reminds us that, that, that he says, he's right in the text. He said, for our present troubles won't last very long. This and every other experience has an expiration date. Yeah, David, come here. David said, listen, please understand that even when, when I became king, I still had problems. And the Lord's promise of performance is always about providential progress. In other words, what God is saying to us is that I will restore you. I know, I know it wreaked havoc. I know it, it, it did something to you. But how many know that scars are your testimony? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you now that, 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 that historically it is proven. The medical, American Medical Journal proves this to us, and I'm, I'm, I'm about done here. We can go. It, it, it reminds us, it says that, 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 that of the millions of prescriptions that are issued every day all over the world, that, that most people never finish the whole prescription. They never finish the whole bottle. Why? They start feeling better. Oh, God, I wish y'all could see the shout right there. I'm, I'm telling you now that there are a whole lot of things in our lives that are happening, but God will restore us. And, and he brings us, David said, he brought back my help and, and gave me favor and got me through my crisis. That's why David stood up and said, weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. He, he reminds us, listen, that there are some things that we're going through, but it ain't going to last forever. And there are some medications you got in your cabinet. In fact, when you go home today, I want you to go look on your bureau, look on your dresser, look on your shipper roll, look in your medicine cabinet if you got an old house, and look in there and see how much medicine you got that you never finished. Look in there and see how much stuff still left in the bottle, but look at you now. 
You're feeling better now. That, that's why we said, I feel better, so much better. You got to remember that meanwhile, back in your bat cave, there are some things that the Lord was already doing. The world was fretting and fearful, shutting down and shuddering, and leaders are speaking at their pressures and pointing their fingers and talking about whose fault it is and what everybody's going to do. I ain't got no problem with none of that. Let's get churches so we can close because I want you to understand right now that meanwhile, back at the bat cave was a childhood fantasy. But can I shift my churchiness right now and tell you, meanwhile, at the throne of grace, meanwhile, in the heavenly courts, meanwhile, around God's throne, there are some things that are working for us. The Lord is organized and operational. The Lord is calm and in command, implementing a sure process of planning and prophetic preparations. God, I felt that right there. There are some sure things that are happening for us. This too shall pass. But watch what God is doing. The Lord sends his son Jesus to save us to lift us up out of the muck and the mire. I heard Jesus say, I came that they might have life and have life more abundantly. Look at your name and say, it's going to get better. It's got to get better. Why? Because Jesus is showing up. I can feel him in my spirit. I can feel him on my main line. I'm looking to the hills from which cometh my help. Jesus is on the way. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, just hold on a little while longer because Jesus is on the way. After a while, by and by, the Lord will make a way. Won't God make a way for us? Won't God lift us up? This storm shall pass. This season shall subside. But in the end, there will be glory after this. Anybody know there will be glory? Anybody know there's going to be some shouting? Anybody know there's going to be some dancing? Anybody know that some folk ain't never danced going to dance? Some folk ain't never shouted going to shout? Some folk ain't never tithe going to tithe? Some folk ain't never praise gonna praise there will be glory there will be glory after this no matter what happens paul reminds us and i'm done he said listen what's going on in us shall produce for us glory glory is a good thing he said you got to understand that that this is my story yeah that, that was one of my favorite songs growing up the old saints would get up and say this is my story and no matter what is happening to us, no matter what Corona does, no matter what it takes, this is going to bring glory. God shall get glory. And he said, you got to understand there will be glory. And so he reminded us, he said, these are just light afflictions. This ain't as bad as it seems. Matter of fact, beloved God, if you and your house are doing well, that's a, that's a house testimony. Yeah, yeah, you got to understand that, that, that it may not be over, but by faith, we are all right. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long way. It's a, it's a dark night, but morning's coming. And so he reminded, he said, listen, don't, don't look at the troubles you see now. You, you, gotta, you, gotta, you remember, let me see that last one here. You remember when you were growing up, if you get scared, you close your eyes so it wouldn't be there. You know, you, you, the boogeyman was coming. You heard bumps in the night, and so you close your eyes real tight so you don't have to see it. And then you start telling yourself things. You, you start thinking of yourself in other places. And I'm telling you now, he said, listen, what, what, what we see now, it don't matter. You, you, you got to close off that and trust God for this. He said, what we're going to do is, is we're going to rather fix our gaze on what we cannot see. It comes to pass. All of what we trust in the Lord 
is in good stead. He said, because after a while, things going to get better. He said, it'll all be gone. It, 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 it will have run its stormy course. You will discover that God was always there. You will discover that that little feeling you had was faith churning up. You'll discover that, that, that because God loves you, because God leads you, God will lift you. I'm so thankful that God loves me. I'm so thankful that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And that's where my help is in corona. That, that's where my help is with cancer. That's where my help is with arthritis. That's where my, my help is in, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And the whosoever's among us, are there any whosoever's here? We know that the Lord will make a way. We know that God is a strong deliverer. He can do anything but fail. And so we trust God now that these things are only going to be for a season. But I've been in storms before. I told y'all that, that I, I like that one line when he said, meanwhile, back at the bat cave. But I'm telling you now that God is working some stuff out. Won't he do it? I, I say, God is working on our part. So all we need to do is trust in the Lord with all our heart. Lean not on our own understanding. I thank God that I've been through storms. My solution is the same. You know, they tell you that, that, that in the midst of trouble, ain't no time to change commanders. No, no, no. When you, when you, when you start out with one, you got to stick with him. And God's been good to me. He did it before. He'll do it again. I'm still going to trust him. I, I don't know. I don't know how much longer we're going to play this little silly game. I don't know how much longer they're going to tell us where we can and can't go. But you can't keep me from getting on my knees. You, you, can't, get, you can't get me to not socialize with God. He's my very present help. Ain't no distance between me and the Lord. I'm getting closer. One of my growing up songs, Roberta Flack and Donnie Hathaway, she said, the closer I get to you, the more you make me see. I'm going to draw near to God. So James is right. He'll draw near to me. Stick close to the Lord in this time. Get to your church if you can. If they're going to limit Ten folk, you be the first nine. <laughs> They'll turn anybody away. It won't be me. I'm here. This might be that season where being late for church can be kind of catastrophic. They ain't going to be for ten where you be the first nine and you good. You can stand at the door and tell them you can hand sanitize out there, but we in. Because I trust God that I'm going to get through this storm. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging. This too shall pass. There will be glory after this.
Can God count on you to deliver his glory? You're going to get through this. You and me and us. But there will be glory. I was watching some of those videos Deacon walked on Facebook. And, and people are posting videos talking about when I get back to church and, you know, they're showing Pentecost and the apostolic brothers and sisters dancing in the aisles and all that kind of stuff. And, and I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm making notes, taking a listen, checking it twice. All your posts, you better perform. Because you post them, when you come back to church and you sit there like you've been sitting, I'm going to have them pull it up on the monitor and say, look at this, you, you, you said I can't wait to get back to church. You know, the fun thing about that, a whole lot of people that posting ain't been to church since last Easter. So annually, they right on schedule. This could not have come at a better time. But trust in the Lord. This storm ain't that different. You'll get through. There's, there's encouragement for us to endure. There's now the time to express the fact that we trust God and I always know that all, all of it has an expiration date in God. God, our Father, we thank you today for being the God who knows just how much we can bear. God, we thank you today that we are still here alive. Though we may be virtual in some homes today, though we may be later pulled up on a post. Your word is relevant in any time. The question was asked, is there a word from the Lord? And we declare and do testify that there is. There's a word that tells us that this storm ain't going to last but so long. There's a word that tells us that there's some meanwhile ministry going on that we cannot see. We trust you. And so God, maybe today, just, just maybe, somebody's sitting in a quiet place, fretting, fearful, furloughed from their job, furloughed from their friends and social life. But God, I pray today that you you will let them hear you knock on that door. I pray, God, that it's just quiet enough now that they can hear you knocking and that they will know that you said, if you just let me in, I got you. It's a storm, but I walk on the storm. I make food where there is no grocery store. I bring water out of rocks. Let them know who you are and that you've lost no power. Storms may come. Strong winds may blow. But we know the Savior. And he's sweet, I know. God bless the children today. Thank you for the ministry of electronics. Thank you, Lord, for the faithfulness of a people who says, I will trust. 
Remind every family, every father, every mother. This is the season that you stand up, not shrink back, not lay down. Our children are watching us. Our grandchildren are watching us. What will history say about the church if we hide away? We are lights on hills. We must be seen in this season of storm. Lord, be a fence all around us. Keep us in a perfect way. Heal where there is the need for healing. Give hope where there is hopelessness. Lord, be at the very present help for those who fear distress, doubt. In this season, in this storm, we need a Savior. And we recommend Jesus. If you're not saved today, pick up the phone, log on, send a message. Go to the website. If you don't choose to do it in this ministry, pick somebody's ministry that's lifting up Jesus today. Call that preacher. Call that apostle, that bishop that elder, that overseer. It doesn't matter. I, I, I don't care about titles. I just want you to meet Jesus. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his praise. It sounds like music in my ear. That name is Jesus. My brother, my sister, you too can be saved. Virtual or in person, would you give God your hand and your heart? In this storm, get saved. God is calling. He's near. Lord, forgive us of our sins and have mercy on us, we pray. Heal our bodies. Our brothers and sisters are in peril all over this world, in every county, in every country, every continent. So God, send your healing powers. Deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom. In the hospital, in nursing homes, on private beds of affliction. Lord, be a fence all around us. Touch the doctors, the nurses, the care providers, the ambulance driver, <coughs> the attending, the orderly, our first responders. Touch them all, Lord. Renewing them a clean heart and a right spirit. Protect them from that which flies by day and creeps by night. But we know in your pavilion there is protection. There is power. There is promise. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the redeemed of the Lord said together, Amen, Amen, and Amen.
we invite you to join us maybe next Sunday or next opportunity, whether it be Facebook, YouTube. We'll be here. That I promise you. The Lord said the same. We'll be here. Not, not just because, but on your cause. It is our will. It is our ministry to help you and yours get through this. There will be glory after this. We look forward to seeing you real soon, 1916 Florida Avenue, Lynchburg, Virginia. Log on. Give us a call, 434-847-8959. Somebody's always here that I promise you. We will not shrink back in this storm. We are the church of God in Christ. We will get through. God bless you. So long.